Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. What's up, motherfuckers? How y'all doing? You really like that shirt, Donald. You really like my dick. No, wait, I, what? I have a question. <laughs> Do you have uh, multiple versions of that shirt, or is it your go-to? I know you have other colors, because when I saw you for our uh, Apple Teeny session, you had were wearing it in a different shade. Tell us about the shirt, Donald. I'm a huge fan of fighting. I uh, am a huge fan of mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. And this store, Super Rare, mm-hmm. let's shout out Super Rare. They have a store in New York City and then a store on Melrose. They sell fight equipment. So if you're into BJJ, they have Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, geese. And mm-hmm. they have uh, rash guard shirts and and pants and, like, just a bunch of things. They have gloves. They have boxing gloves. They have, you know, grappling gloves. They have pads they have everything it's a but then not only that the gear your workout gear is fly as fuck like this is just a shirt that says super rare on it they Mm. got gear with like biggie smalls on it they got gloves with like the coogee with the coogee uh pattern on it uh for biggie smalls you know uh they got a bunch of things the store is amazing if you're into fighting if you're into fighting go to donald's favorite store super rare um did you guys, Daniel and Joel, watch us make the apple teenies? It was a huge hit. <laughs> I, I tuned did. in Your for a bit. Your fans are so cute. The comments were a huge flying. Really? I, we obviously yeah. didn't see them because my my girlfriend was filming for us, so we didn't see any of them. I, did. I was going to say, we threw out a couple messages, but it was just like... I, yeah. I Listen, here's the thing about that. I know that 
a lot of people watched it when I put it in my stories or when I put it, sorry, when I put it on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the actual mm-hmm. live feed was. Like how many people did we reach? I think at one point there were like 13,000 watching or something. That's amazing. Dope. That's amazing. I don't know. Dope. It was right. fun, Don. We haven't done something like that live. I mean, I don't know if we've, we haven't done an Instagram live like that probably ever. No, but we've done it where like you've been on live and I've, you know. Oh, yeah, we joined. joined you but I'm saying yeah. like a plan. And we were like, Donald got there early and we like rehearsed. We like, oh, love shit, it. shit, I'm not recording. I have to say, when you <laughs> took off your shirt, Donald, yeah. but it was really <laughs> popping in the comments. People were excited they about were it. They were stoked. Casey jumped in there and that made me laugh. <laughs> really, she got there late and she was like, where what is, is your happening? shirt? Where is your shirt? <laughs> she told me that. She was like, I asked, where's your shirt? You didn't answer me. I was like, babe, I was shooting. I was in on the screen. Babe, I was in the was zone. Like, my favorite part of the video how do I is when, know? My favorite part of the video when I was like, Donald, you promised the people that you'd be both um, stoned and shirtless. And he's like, give me a second. And then he yeah. goes in the other room and takes off his shirt. <laughs> I was surprised that people were all right with it. I was surprised that people were all right with me wearing an apron and just the Hershey's Kisses out. Of course. You know, they kept saying you look (laughs) swole. Happy with it. S-W-O-L-L, swole. What does that mean, guys? It means buff. Uh, buff. Very strong. You got... It looks like I could lift some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, swollen. You look swollen. And then I had a, my favorite comment that I did see was someone said, Wow, Zach, looking good. I need to get a Peloton. So I like no, that. You know what I saw a lot yes. of was wow, Zach looks really young. That's yeah, I like what I that saw too. a lot of. You know, <laughs> Maybe it's I, because I'm so self-deprecating on this podcast saying that I look old and everything. And then when people saw me like doing a live video, they were like, okay. <laughs> no, you know, I, I I honestly believe that you choose pictures of yourself that make you look very distinguished and stuff like that. And mm. so when people actually see you in motion. They can't believe how young you are. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's 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 certain pictures of people and you see them and you're like, wow, that person looks old as fuck. And then you see them in motion. And you're like, that person looked younger than I have thought. I'd a lot it. of people said I looked like John Ritter, which I thought was a compliment because I Ooh. love John Ritter. He's John great. Ritter's amazing, dude. And also very John handsome. Lynch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Um, anyway, it was a lot of fun. And thank you for all uh, tuning in. Um, you can It's not over. You can still go to headcount.org slash Zach and Donald and check your registration and uh, or register for the first time. That's still happening. I appreciate uh, people saying that I didn't look like Uncle Phil, even though I tremendously <laughs> respect the man and Uncle Phil was the one of the dopest father figures in the history of television, period. Right. I appreciate that people said I look like Donald Faison and not a whole show. You looked great. Good. And you looked swole, which is a new term I'm going to use for you. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. No, your I'm arms a... are big. I know, I know that you... you you've but so's not... my belly, baby! Yeah, you admitted you're not eating your best, but you still have muscular <laughs> arms and... And, uh... and shoulders. Look at the shoulders. Yeah. Are look you doing weights? Is that what that's about? No, You know what it is? I've worked out for so much of my life. I think once I turned... 21 once i started doing remember the titans i've worked out pretty much my whole life i'm not eating right but i've worked out damn near every day whether it be basketball whether it be lifting weights whether it be boxing Mm. whatever it is i've worked out uh since the pandemic not so much and so i'm now out of shape like i used to be chubby and in shape like i could run and i could jump and i could do all of those things now I'm chubby and can't walk up the steps without being like, damn, that was a long walk. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. 
I hear you. Well, I've been spinning and um, I'm uh, I'm feeling good about it. Feeling good, good about it. Losing, cutting some weight, getting rid of these love handles. Hell yeah. Good, good for you, man. And I will join you as yeah. soon as as we'll soon see. as you know. Okay, we'll don't, listen. Don't doubt me all you want. I love it when you doubt me. Hey, listen, everybody. Um, <laughs> it listen. motivates me. Um, I wanted to say to the audience, you asked and we delivered. We have a very special guest on today's show. Uh, the Rob Mascio. High five, Todd. Ah. I mean, I think he's been one of our most requested guests. And uh, I wanted to let the fans know we came through. We came through for y'all. And on that note, let me give you just a little bit of five, six, it's seven, eight. stories about show we made. About a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, y'all. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's let Rob in. Let's let Rob in. I haven't seen Rob in how many years, Donald, since we saw Rob? At the reunion. No! Oh, oh my God! There he is. How are you guys doing? Rob, Excellent. I have so many questions for you. The fans were dying to have some Rob Mascio on the podcast. I'm sorry it's taken so long, but everybody, everyone's like, "When is Rob Mascio coming on?" You are the most requested, the yeah. most requested guest star of Fake Doctors, Real Friends. I'm flattered. What can I say? Listen, uh, quarantine life, it's been crazy. It rocks, right? But my bedroom, that's where I really operate. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Did go. Did not know Rob was coming in yeah. here? No. Rob, Rob, Rob. Here we go. Rob's, Rob's always in character. Rob. <laughs> We should have a drinking game, which is how many high fives and innuendos can I make in the next, I don't know, 18 minutes. There it is. Here we go. Rob has just introduced. Rob, tell me, let's let's go. Let's start at the beginning. Okay, Okay, Rob, because this is what we like to do with everyone who's a a cast member of the show. I I do want to preface it by saying Donald and I have been laughing so hard at you. We're we're now um, in in the beginning of season three, and you crack us up on the show. You know that we, well, I don't even think we realized how funny you are. I mean, I knew you were funny, but a lot of the times we laugh out loud, it's at the fucking shit that you say. Did well, you know, did you know when you were doing it that you were making this character, uh, <laughs> this character's iconic now, man. The high five wow. Todd is iconic. I mean, you guys are very kind, but it was all in the script. I mean, it's really Bill who created the part in the pilot episode. It says jockey frat boy surgeon. And he's got cut off sleeves and a doc tattoo. That's all the clues for the character you need right there. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> yeah. That's everything right. you need. To, I just played it to the nth degree. So, yeah. Although yeah. I did bring the magic with the banana hammock. Yeah. You well, <laughs> we're going to talk about everything. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the banana hammock and everything. Get, everybody uh, wants to get into I want to let everyone. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's you on fire. Instagram page. You're on fire. <laughs> Rob, uh, we have so many questions, including we're going to get to uh, how many socks you were putting in that banana hammock to make it seem (laughs) like you were girthy. But I do want everyone to know right off the bat that Rob's on Cameo. We've mentioned this before. Uh, And and, and so you can can get Rob if you go on Cameo.com and look for Rob's name. He'll send your loved one a video. It could Rob, tell him some of the weirdest stuff you've done. Have you done proposals? What have you 
And have you ever had to be in the banana hammock to do it? Yeah. They asked for that, but that's that's extra, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to see a middle-aged man in a banana hammock. Well, maybe some people maybe, do. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people do. Fetish Rob. is real, baby. But what do you mostly We're, do? Is it like birthday messages? Like what are the what are the what do most people ask you to do on Cameo? It's been really interesting experience. I could never have foreseen this since the pandemic started. I have shot over a thousand cameos. Oh, oh my god! god. It's people are reaching out for something right now, like uh, to take their mind off what's going on in the world, and they're just reaching out for comfort, comedy, anything. And people are apart, so they're like, "I can't go to the wedding, but I want to send this message from you to like, at the wedding or right. or a birthday." And so it's been like, so it's been all over, Zach. Like yeah. in the beginning, it was like essential workers. My husband is staying in a hotel. He doesn't want to bring the virus back to us. And then it was like, I got laid off. And then it was like, I've been quarantined uh, mm-hmm. for six weeks and I'm losing my So like, it's really, I've watched this whole COVID-19 based on the cameo requests I get. Oh, that's interesting. It's been mm-hmm. fascinating. It's been really fascinating. Well, I just think, you know, people... You made so many people laugh, and uh, it's a great thing to do for people. So if you have someone, whether they're in the medical profession or not, uh, Rob uh, is obviously able to do it. And I'm going to get one for Donald, um, Rob. I well, would, li- I would like him minutes. in. I would like him in his banana hammock. So you're going to have to pay the extra. I got and- one for Bill and Krista. Bill and Krista are big Howard Stern uh, fans, and there's one of the Whack Packer regulars on Howard Stern. His name is High Pitch Eric, and he's got a very high pitch voice, obviously. And so I went on Cameo because they let me stay with them one uh, in Malibu one time and, uh, recently. And I got a message. And he was like, hey, Bill and Krista, this is High Pitch Eric. Um, Zach wanted me to thank you for letting him stay. And, and I don't know. He just he went. But it was, I mean, if, since they're genuine, huge fans of the show, it was amazing. So I support it. I love Cameo. Dude, you got, I should say, Tracy Morgan to get on the phone and do Brian Fellows for me. Yes, and that, that was, that was of, long before Cameo. That was in real was, life. Yeah, in real life. You were at the Saturday Night Live thing, and Tracy Morgan was there, and you guys were obviously had been out partying. You're like, Tracy, Tracy. This is what I hear in the background. What a Tracy, good, friend, what a good Tracy, friend I was. do it. And I hear... <laughs> I'm Brian Fellows. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He goes, he goes, <laughs> I'm Brian Fellows. And then he hands the phone back to you. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And you go, that was Tracy Morgan. He just did Brian Fellows. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he also say to Sarah Chalk once, he was like, I want to put a baby in you. <laughs> you look so good. I want to put a baby in you. <laughs> Yo, he got some of the best sayings I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That orange juice looks so good. I want to take it behind the school and get it pregnant <laughs> oh my god um not not very 2020 tracy Morgan. all right uh, now rob um tell us we always like to ask people when they come on because the fans love this stuff like how you came about getting the role um we know a little bit that you were buddies with bill you played basketball with him but tell us kind of like the evolution of how you got the the role well i i walked into a room and there were three banana hammocks on three chairs <laughs> <laughs> and they said, which one do you want? Small, medium, or grande? I went for grande, and they said, you're hired. Right. That was it. So you're saying it was solely based on cock size. You were not It was hired. all about girth. It was all girthy. Yeah. They were like, He's listen. The they were like, you, you, the, first, the first audition, we just want to see if you're funny. Now that you're funny, we want to see your girth. All right, go ahead. go ahead. I met Bill 10 years before Scrubs. I, I had come out to L.A. from New York, and I had been, you know, I was a theater guy from New York, and I was doing stand-up comedy, 
every night at open, open mics. And I got six months in, I got so bored with it. And I went and auditioned for a play and it was a play he wrote and he cast me in this play. It was a four character play and we did a play. Mm. That's how we met. So I had met him 10 years before. And you know, when you do a play with somebody, it's just like, it's a bonding experience. And, and we became friends after that. And, um, and he has seen me in those 10 years audition for every comedy that was ever made. Like I auditioned to play Joey on Friends, Will on Will and Grace. I was the, uh, the talk soup to be the host three times, The Daily Show. And he would like live and die. He'd be like, Nash, did you get it? And like for 10 years, he watched me like be a, a struggling actor in New York and in LA. And when the time came, he's like, you know, there might be this part. And I think, but you have to come back out to LA. And so I came back to LA, you know, having gone back and forth. And he just kind of wrote this part for me. So the answer to your question is I did not audition to play the Todd. Oh. He always envisioned coming up with something for me. And it was a good compliment to Turk, who's a surgeon. He needed sort of <laughs> a jockey frat boy dumber surgeon right. <laughs> who thinks he's God's <laughs> gift to women. Yeah. To stand next to who Turk. Who actually, it turns me. out, is the best well, surgeon actually, in the hospital. Well, in the hospital. Know, man, idiot savant. Who knows? You know. No, remember, I don't, Rob, do you remember when they go, when Dr. Wen says that you're the best because you because when you go inside your head, you're not distracted. <laughs> All you're thinking is dun 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 tiny scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cameo. Sometimes people ask me on cameo to just sing that song to them. <laughs> they literally ask for that song, and I just make a long version of it for them. People will ask. People know more about the show than we do. I think when it comes. Oh, to Oh, I know. Movie. Trust us. We know. Oh, we, know. we meet amazing. them. We meet them. Have you been on the Scrubs Wiki yet? Uh, no, that's the web page that I always reference to, to find little trivia about each episode. Rob, didn't Bill give you a car or something? What was what's the story with you guys in some fancy, sexy car? When I was in New York, he's like, "Come back to L.A." And I was like, "I really, I just got with this good agency in New York, the Gersh agency, and I just was really like in the loop on things." He's like, "You really should come out." And I was like, one night I was like, "Bill, it's just like I didn't want to come." I wanted to stay in New York and try and do theater and stand up. He's like, I have a car in storage. Come out. At least you have a free car for six months until you get on your feet. So he had a car, like a, a red Mustang Ford convertible. Like a classic oh, shit. Car. That was his and car? And he gave it to me. That great. Wow. Yeah, eventually I bought it from him. But he gave He lent it to me for the first six months. And I remember every time I would turn the car on, I'd be like, oh, shoot. That's going to be $200. <laughs> it was an old car. <laughs> But there was one scene when I, I did this like to you about yeah. uh, that was because I used to always drive that car and that's what it sounded like when I was hitting a bump. It was like I was that totally how my car was rocking when I took this girl out last night. And that was the car he lent me. Oh. And that's where that joke came from. When I first got to LA and got my car, I I remember being so broke that I was like, I'm going to take it out of gear when I'm when I'm going down. It was it was stick. I'm going to take it out of gear when I'm going down the hill. I don't even know if that legit lowers your gas consumption or not, but I did it. I would like just be like, we're we're drifting down this hill. <laughs> we are not in gear for this hill because let's just take all the gas we can get. Dude, I remember when I moved out to Los Angeles and I freaking they gave me five. The Clueless, the television show, gave me five thousand dollars to relocate. I found an apartment in Hollywood. I had to pay first and last month's rent. I had <laughs> literally no dough after I got my first apartment. I was lucky enough to have a roommate who moved in with me 
to uh and he bought a television and so we had a tiny ass television for the first couple you know for the first month until I got my first paycheck and my mom used to send me money so I could eat that's how broke I was when I wow. freaking Didn't uh, you have a motorcycle when you first arrived here? No, I got a motorcycle my so after Clueless took off, I had a bunch of friends move into the house with me, right? So, mm-hmm. like, cats from New York moved out to Los Angeles, and we, it was like five guys, one house. We partied like fucking rock stars. We threw some of the dopest parties in black Hollywood. You know what I mean? We were doing it big. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, you think I'm joking, but like, people like Taraji P would be, you know, before she was famous. All of these people before they were famous would hang out at me and my roommates. House, cause I and and I would was the one paying for the house, cause I was on Clueless. Anyway, right. my buddy had a motorcycle, and he always looked dope when he would come like to set to hang out with me, or you know, this is back when I had an entourage. So he would look, he'd pull up on the Paramount lot in a motorcycle with a drive-on pass, and I'd be like, that's the type of energy I need to be on. You know right. what I mean? And so I bought a motorcycle, and I was riding, I rode it around for a little bit. And one night, and I was doing stupid shit. Like, I didn't have a license. I took the test, and I got to the point where I knew how to ride the bike. I could put it in any gear and everything like that. But I didn't. Ha- I, didn- I was stupid and didn't want to go get the license, right? I see. Oh, no. And so I'm out and about, and I'm on, uh, I lived in Los Feliz at the time, and I'm on Los Feliz Boulevard, and I'm doing stupid shit, like going in between cars and going in between cars on the sidewalk, like dumb shit, like the dumbest shit you could imagine. And I'm going, and I go through an intersection, and a car makes it so I can't go in between the sidewalk and, and the street. And I go up on the curb, and the bike falls, but Los Feliz Boulevard has a bunch of grass. And so I skid out on the grass, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, I get up off the bike, and I stand up. Everybody's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. And I put, you know, get back on the bike, and I, you know, ride it home, and I never rode it again after that. I never oh. rode a motorcycle I, yeah, again I, was, I never knew that story, because I knew whenever you see me on my bike, you kind of shake your head. And... uh and I knew that you had some sort of my accident. Yeah, it was it was a minor accident, but it was still one of those things where it was like, and I didn't have like I wasn't bruised or anything. Luckily, my bike was fine and everything like that. But it was so close, like that's how close you get to death. You're so close to death, and you're still alive without a scratch, and you get so close like that. It's like I don't want to do it anymore. It's just like when we were in St. Bart's, and they were telling us don't go around the boats real fast on the jet skis. And what did I do? I went around the boat real fast on a jet ski and almost crashed into somebody like on a little speedboat. Mm-hmm. And I fell into the wash. And you know how you could feel the propeller? Well, you can't. You don't know because this doesn't happen to most people. But I could feel the propeller moving by my head as I'm going underwater on the jet ski and popping out. So, you know, yeah, man, that's that's as close as I got. I've gotten really close to death a couple of times. And I don't. And, and once I learn my lesson, once I get that happens. I don't want to fuck with it anymore. So with that motorcycle, that was a wrap. All right. Well, that's good. And also, you have lots of kids. So I I, I can understand also. It's like you I didn't just... have a lot of kids at the time. I didn't have a lot of kids at the I know, but I'm time. saying now. Remember when I gave you the scooter, Sasha Gray, you didn't want to ride it. And I think it's maybe because you were in your head about having so many kids and trying to be a responsible father. No, man. It's just that I put that bike. Once I did that, that I'm scared for my life, man. Like, you know. I did stupid shit on that bike, man. Like things where I was like, I should have never. I, when I got my motorcycle, my first motorcycle, I was really excited. And I just happened to meet coincidentally that week after I bought it and got my license and feeling so cool, a, a heart surgeon. 
and I'm making small talk with him because, uh, you know, we were talking about scrubs, obviously, and other stuff. And I go, I, I got to ask you, just in layman's terms, how does a how does a heart transplant work? I just can't get my head around it. The heart is still beating. Like, uh, just can you say, like, in layman's terms, like, how you do that? He goes, well, yeah, <laughs> after the motorcycle accident, we um, we harvest the heart. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 slow down. What do you mean? He goes, oh, yeah, we call them donor bikes because they're usually men and they're young and it's a great heart. That's where we get most of the hearts. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, donor no. bikes? Holy fuck. So, um, yeah. But you still ride. I do, but I'm very conservative. I don't go on the freeways. I don't ride at night. I don't ride even if I've had a sip of alcohol. I mean, you know, it's all about risk management. Of course, it's still dangerous, but I'm very, very conservative with it. But you also fly planes, though. Do you fly single-engine planes or double-engine planes? I, I'm not current now, so I haven't flown in a while. But when I was into it and owned a plane, I was flying um, by myself a, a four-seater single-engine uh, planes, oh. a Cirrus. Yeah. All right. That's equally as dangerous as you Yeah, it's so dangerous. <laughs> I had a few moments up there alone like, oh, shit, this might <laughs> be the moment. <laughs> Did you really? Well, yeah, I had a few times where the turbulence was really throwing me around, and I didn't think that I was going to crash or anything, but it was really scary. And uh, air traffic controller had said to me, like, uh, you know, I, so I started to descend, and I, he had said to me, hey, let me know when you're going to descend. And I just did it without talking to him because it was a little hairy. And he kind of barked at me like, hey, hey, I thought I, you know, told you to tell me when you're going to start descending. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm getting rattled around up here a little bit. I'm doing my best. And then he was... I happened to find a guy who was who was nice and understood because sometimes they, they don't even give a fuck. They're just like, you know, obviously it's a hard job. They're trying to keep everybody safe. But yeah, I had a handful of times where I was I was felt a little oh shitty about it. No, man. Like, oh shit. Well, if um, you have a, a two engine plane, if one of the engine goes out, you still have the other engine. Yes, I think but it's very hard to time. but it's very hard to fly. Uh, you know, some some aviation uh, enthusiasts uh -oh. will say the uh, the second engine only flies you to the crash site <laughs> <laughs> okay. because it's okay. because it because you can imagine with what that's going to do to to as yeah. you have to compensate for one engine, it's very tricky to fly on one. I mean, yeah, ideally that 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 can um, that can save your life, but um, you have to be a darn good pilot to fly with one engine on one wing with the other one out. But Should let's talk about Rob Mashio. Yeah, let's talk about Rob Mashio on the show. Um, Donald, do you want – Rob, I don't even know if you listen to this program. But I love Donald, it. I, uh, I listen to it while I work out. All right, good. When I well, run on the beach, yeah. Rob, I just got to put my glasses on for a minute just to see what you guys look like. Yeah, this is what I look like. <laughs> you look good. You guys both look good. That's Daniel and Joel. Really nice um, I can't see pleasure. anything out my glasses. I want to see. All right, Donald, will you do the famous America's favorite 47-second summary of our episode? <laughs> And you ready? <coughs> yes, I'm You want to loosen up your lips, mommy? Maybe me match my M&M's. The lips, the tip of the tongue, the lips, the tip of the teeth, the tongue, the lips, the tip of the tongue. Here we go. And on your marks, get sets, go. Dr. Cox is up for a promotion. He wants his work to speak for itself, but isn't sure he'll get the over the hump without the help of Jordan. Carla jumps at the opportunity to work with Turk in the OR, thinking the two of them together will make a dynamic duo. Turk's not so sure about that. Elliot and Sean's relationship is threatened by Sean's new job, and JD is in desperate need of Dr. Cox's signature. Money makes you do things, things you're not proud of, things that hurt people, 
things that frustrate you so bad that it causes relationship issues. But it's also it also motivates. The hustle is powered by money. Some feel money solves all problems. And it's true you can do a lot with money, but you can't buy happiness. Mm. Mm. Yes, 46 seconds. Snaps. Very nicely well said. Snaps. By the way, Joelle, I've been <laughs> snapping because of you. Uh, I like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. It's a jazzy feel Yeah, I like it. Instead of clapping, <laughs> I snap like Joelle. Mm. Um, like this episode was weird because it took me like, it took me a while. I had to sit and think about it. What is this episode about? What is everybody's motivation in this episode? Well, and everybody's from, motivation in this episode is a better way of life with money. You know what I mean? Cox, well, Turkin, not, Carla. Well, you're not looking for more money. Well, I guess indirectly yeah. you are. You're looking to grow as a better surgeon. Um, well, right. Well, that's the that's the outcome of of the of of you know realizing how powerful Carla and Turk are together. That's Turk's outcome. But in all honesty, they the whole motivation for everybody in this is to make extra money. Turk and Turk and Carla for uh, the wedding. Uh, Jordan and Cox for the baby and all of that stuff. Uh, Sean's bouncing to go make more money at this new job he has. And you want to get this? I don't. I forget what it is. Is it a? Is it a fellowship? What? What is it that you need? I don't, the I don't know for? what it is. It's. I. I don't know. But for me, I, it's also about this episode's about pride, and it's also about jealousy. There's a lot of um, discussion of jealousy, particularly amongst um, you know the love triangle of Sean and myself and and Elliot. That shit was uh, hilarious, by the way. What? The shit with you and with Elliot, Sean, and freaking Elliot, uh, and JD, when she's yeah. like, "It's not like we 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 uh he he knows me really well or we have inside jokes," and then they're making out and you call and leave a message and you're like, "Hey, it's your great uncle, it's your aunt Sally, whatever it is," and then this it goes, is your "Aunt Sally, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to <laughs> tell you that I do 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 do." And then you're like, "Ah, just kidding, just kidding." Uh, <laughs> So and so says wrong, wrong, or whatever. Right, like all right, these right, inside right, jokes. Right, right, right. It was hilarious, dude. I laughed. But I mean, it's hard, you know. Poor. There, there's a lot of um, moments, I think, where, particularly in that love triangle, where there's where there's jealousy. You know, JD's sitting there being a fifth wheel as as the woman he realizes he really likes is making out with her boyfriend. You're happy with Carla. JD's like the fifth wheel. You know, I felt I felt bad for him. I, I looked at it like this is gonna sound weird. I was like, "Holy shit, this is like real life. This is like when we used to go out, and Zach would be single, <laughs> and I'd be with Casey, mm -hmm. and Sarah would be with her uh, guy at the time, mm -hmm. and we'd go out, and you'd be the single one in yeah, the bunch, the single fifth wheel, just yeah. staring at Sarah, being like, oh, <laughs> "Kill that fucking guy." No, I'm just kidding. I got. No. I got to tell you, I saw it totally different than the both of you. Go I ahead. thought this was oh, such ahead. a strong episode. Oh, nobody's saying that it wasn't a We're strong episode. We're not saying episode. it's not a strong episode. I thought the relationships, and it was the beginning of will you guys get together or won't you? I thought it was yeah. really well done. I thought like all three relationships commented on each other. I thought it was really structurally in terms of the writing. Mm. It was. I thought all the main characters, like you really all shined. Mm. There was also a funny runner with a riddle and the janitor. Yeah, yeah. That was, the episode has a. This is one of those ones that has a few really memorable things that fans love. First and foremost, that that riddle people always love. Great, uh, great. Two coins add up to thirty cents. One of them's not a nickel. <laughs> what are they? Um, the hair met. People love the hair met. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to scrub my hands and Love do it. my scrub my hands dance. Scrub <laughs> my hands and do the scrub my hands dance. That's yep. huge. Another major thing is you doing your Aaron Neville impression, which we've learned is not as good as mine, but you know, it's it's good. Your Aaron Neville, like even when you listen to it on the show, it's like you you know when I'm doing it. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right, but right. it ain't it ain't Zach Braff's. Well, no, I, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I know in this show it's confusing because sometimes people are like, "Is he doing DJ Khaled or is, or is he doing Aaron Neville?" But <laughs> it's a it's a really glorious impression. Um, there was some other things. Um, oh, a like a baguette, like a baguette, like a baguette. Yeah. All right, we'll go so through. Funny. We'll go through. We'll go through. Let's go. All through right. It. Yeah, and Rob, you know how it goes. Just chime in every any time you uh, want to say. I something. took my notes. I got my notes for everybody because I usually watch thinking about me, but I really wrote notes for everybody else. Good. Good. I'm so happy to. I love that we. I love that. I love how you said I watch uh, for me, meaning that you you even when you're not going to be a guest on the podcast, you watch the episode and take notes about your own stuff. (laughs) So you'll so you'll be able to listen. Well, there's an iconic. There's a sterile high five in this episode that people still ask me. It's so relevant today. It's the only CDC approved high five along with mental (laughs) (laughs) high five. So. Well, this episode was notably directed by John Inwood, who was our cinematographer for the whole uh, run of Scrubs. No, not the whole run. Up until season... Well, up until the very end, maybe. Yeah, eight. So this sort of starts to happen in season three. Some people, like... So our editor had directed, but this was the, uh, our DP's first uh, uh, episode. I also always remembered this joke that Johnny C. says at 125. If they took porn off the internet... Yep. There'd only be one le- website left, and it would be about, and it would say, "Bring back porn." <laughs> yeah, this is really interesting. This is before all of these social networks were around, also. So, like, right. this is like the early beginnings of social networking and stuff like that. So, I remember Perez Hilton and all of you know, and and that he was the biggest entertainment uh, website there was at the time. When we were making, when we were doing scrubs and stuff like that. Now there's so many of them. Now there's like you know, uh, a bunch of them that. I are wonder what there towards. was. Was there MySpace? Yeah, there MySpace, must have been MySpace. MySpace was around, but it was crashing all the time at this point. Okay. You know what I mean? And and emailing was kind of you. You know, we were emailing, uh, but it wasn't as you know. People had AOL at this time and Yahoo mm. and stuff like that. Zanga and Live Journal for the children. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this is this is this is a time where, you know, a lot of the things that we're dealing with, the, a lot of the uh, hardware that we have right now didn't exist. We didn't have iPhones at this point. We, you know, we had cell phones are just starting to be really used, like like Clueless the movie. You know what I mean? Right. Clueless was so far ahead of its time that it's like five, six years, seven years later that people really start you know, uh, using handsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, my MySpace page. I was super into it. Did you guys do it? I didn't do MySpace. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, do MySpace. Back in the day, for sure. Yeah, MySpace was fun. You could pick your song, and they'd come <laughs> to your page, and there'd be a song playing. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't do MySpace. I didn't do Black Planet. I didn't do any of those things. But all those things were like, like in the infancy of social media. Now, most people, if you're savvy enough, you only use social media to make money. Whereas back then, it was just like, oh, I'm going to go on MySpace and put a song on. It was just seems so much more innocent than yeah. it is now. Well, yeah, now yeah. it's... And I think people weren't as mean. I mean, now it's just like yeah. such <laughs> the wild west of mean, mean people. 
Um, so we're going to take a Wait, quick break. What? I agree with you. I was going to say before we let's go take further, a quick break, a break, and when we come back, um, we will get into the most interesting topic related to Rob Machio, and that is his banana hammock and um, and how he maintained his physique. Uh, we'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? 
Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. And we're back with Rob Mascio. So, Rob, tell us about the banana hammock. Um, you must have had to work out a lot because you were in great shape. I do remember you told me once that you ate a pint of Ben and, ben and Jerry's every day. Is that Was that the case? I think during those years, I was constantly starved or sh- deprived of sugar. So maybe I might have eaten a lot of ice cream, too. <laughs> How old... In all honesty, because you always look young, you're very, you're Italian, so you got that olive complexion and your skin is smooth and everything like Thank that. You. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're Botoxing or anything like that, but no. you're looking good still. Thank you. Thank you. Sir. How old were you when we were making scrubs? 57 years old. <laughs> well, I was, um, you know, MILF status, 34 turning 35 on the pilot. So now I'm 54 today. So wow. I'm guilt status. You I'm look guilt great. Status. Wow. You look great. Guilt. 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 You guilt five. Guilt five. Guilt so you... <laughs> five. Guilt five. You know. No, but that's like grandmother I'd like to fuck. Yeah, oh, but Rob's character yeah, I'm was 54. into that. I'm 54 now, guys. It's okay. You're not a grandfather. <laughs> you're the age that are you single Rob? i'm yeah. single so i can oh. date women anywhere from 50 to oh, 60 well, years do you old. have a do you have a um a, an account on one of the websites that people who want to date you could find you are you on tinder or something no i'm too are busy I, I don't have time for that stuff i, I don't really have time no, oh what? because you know we're trying to get something going with joelle what? where we're trying to find her a man <laughs> But I'm thinking about um, you. I feel like if you were on one of the big websites, we could just send a, a really a lot of traffic to, to your way. But well, you're saying you're I, abstinent. You're not interested. Well, I mean, it's first of all, it's quarantine. And uh, there hasn't been a lot of bone fishing in the year 2020. Let's face it for anybody. It's been very tricky. It's been very tricky. It's been very tricky out there. You've got to be careful. You can't just, uh, you know. Of course. You've got to know what watering hole. You have to know. You have to know what watering holes to, to, to bonefish in. You've got to be careful. Oh. Yeah, you've got to be careful, Rob. Well, at least there's, have- there's internet porn, and you can just hand, you can just take things into your own hands and, and, and make sure you're Oh, safe. my God. What? Well, <laughs> it takes two hands. Like you know, it, takes it takes a village. <laughs> well, we know, we know it takes two hands with you because we no, saw him. No, he said it takes a village. He said it takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> When you first were put into the um, fire, fire-covered, blaze-covered oh. banana hammock, what were your thoughts? Were you insecure about showing your body on TV? I mean, obviously you're in good shape, but it, it might have been intimidating coming onto set with just a little banana hammock. Well, there is a quick story because it's the first time we ever did that. And I really brainstormed with Carrie Bennett, the costume designer, about what we were going to wear because I come out of the shower with a rat. I try to rat tail you. Yeah. Right. And- if I don't have anything on, they're not, that scene's not going to make it into the episode. So we really like had meetings. Like what, and she went to West Hollywood and bought like 20 different sort of bikinis, and I tried them all on for her. And then at some point, we settled on the flame because it matched my... Um, your hat. And so on the day, so I literally, guys, this is a true story, went to the weight room downstairs, took off like a grip, 
put it on, and then looked at it in the banana hammock. And I thought, oh, that's too big. No one's going to believe oh it. <laughs> and then I took it off, cut it in half, put it back on. I was like, no, still too big. And then we were about to shoot the scene, and I, I stuck my head out the wind, uh, out my dressing room door, and I saw Randall walking by. And I said, Randall, come here. Yeah. Come in here. And I brought <laughs> Randall Winston into my dressing room, and I said, take a look at this. Does this look you? And, and he said, was- what? He said, what? what? What are you talking about? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. He doesn't understand. Like, I'm all, like, made up, oil, pumped up to do this banana hammock. And I'm wearing this grip on my penis. <laughs> and I pulled my banana hammock down and showed him. I said, do you think I need this or is this enough without it? So wait a second. <laughs> so you're talking about the foam thing that goes yeah, on the weight yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. You the, one that you put on your, the one that you put on your neck when you're doing squats. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Talking like he's on, a, he's talking on, on the bar. Bench press. Oh, 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 okay. So you, you, you took it off, you cut it, and then you put it like a, like, like a hot dog bun around your penis? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I really how, wanted wait, a laugh. I really how, wanted a big laugh on that. How long How long did you do this for? The whole run? Wait, wait, what did Randall prop? say? What did Randall say? Because he's, well, he's a gay man, and you're oiled up, and you take out your penis, and it's got a little a cozy, a, 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 a koozie, a koozie <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, what did Randall, he say? Randall solved it for me definitively. Randall solved the whole thing. He looked at me and he said, no, Rob, I think you're enough just the way you are. Oh. Or at least I like to think he said that. So I, in the end, I didn't wear anything the entire run of the show. But for that first time, it was the cut of the brief that makes the man. It wasn't necessarily the pen. Right. But did you feel the, did you feel the did you feel the onus before cameras rolled to give a little jiggle to get some blood going down oh, there? God. No. I think at that point I just wanted to have a real funny moment with you because you were, you had a serious scene going with Elliot. And by the way, she's in a bra and she looks tremendous. And like there's no chances are no one's even gonna notice me unless I did something big. Because well, she you looked did. so hot in You that did, scene. but Donald and I talked in an earlier episode about how I was meant to be lying in my boxers uh, on, on a bed, and I didn't, want to, I didn't want it to be like, oh, ridiculous, like, like you know, I've jammed a sock in there, but I also didn't want to look like a Ken doll. So I remember being like, I should give this, all, this whole a, a little package a little shake, 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 just so it's, you know, there's a little blood. So there's that's, a little freshness going on down there. There's a little blood that's like, hey, am I needed? Right. And, you know, and, then you, and then you roll real quick. Well, did you do that, I mean, Rob? That's what he's trying to ask. Did I you masturbate just, before you put on your banana? No, hammock? not masturbate, Donald. Just get shit moving a little. Just give did a little, you touch uh, self, yourself? Self-fluff? Did, self-fluff? Yeah, did you, a did self-fluff. You fluff, did you fluff before the banana Sorry, hammock? sorry, Joelle. This is the last question. Joelle. <laughs> it, was, it was really, I, all have to, I, I owe it all to Carrie Bennett. She picked out the perfect cut of a banana hammock and I it see. wasn't necessary because it pushed everything you up are a see. gentleman I you see. are a gentleman rob talking about your junk because if it were me i'd be like yo that was all me dog that was yeah. all <laughs> me well, if it were you know you what there, i would do if it were you, yo, you know no what question. and you know what i didn't even have to touch it son that's how i come <laughs> i woke up like this son i woke up like this yeah well if that's it was true. you we, we all know that there wouldn't be any need for Randy, shake, shake, shake. All right. Now, um, <laughs> Rob, you're aware, of course, that when we moved to ABC, they they were unable to continue shooting you below the, the waist when you were in no your banana, banana hammock after that. Did you know that, Rob? 
Yeah, I knew that because it was disappointing because on that Bahamas episode, it was so funny. And then they that was one of the best. Thought, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of people don't know that the Bahamas episode was Rob when they cut to Rob walking on the beach. He's walking in his banana hammock. Yeah. And it was one of and 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 the banana hammock goes up your butt and everything like like it's like thonged <laughs> it out so, and everything. It dude. was so funny, and it was so funny. But ABC, yeah, when we being, moved to ABC, because they're owned by Disney, I guess or whatever, they had different standards and practices, obviously, than NBC. And they were like, "No, you're not putting that on television." <laughs> no, it Rob's Rob's banana hammock was so. I'm gonna use the, my, the excuse I'm gonna give. It was so big. That they yeah. were like, nah, 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 nah. Well, I think also it was clearly a penis. It wasn't like, oh, that's a bump. I think you could see, like, outline of, of shaft. And balls, yes. ABC did some weird things, like, um, they just made you say words like boobies instead of boobs. Like, it seems somewhat arbitrary, their, their pr- standards and practices. Just like a full cut, a cut of somebody wearing a banana hammock is just funnier than, like, crop. So, like, I was all about, like, what's the funniest visual thing on everything I did? Right. You know, so it was disappointing that they cut that, but who cares? You Tell know? us about um, the tattoo, Rob. Did it, did, how was that uh, applied? I'm just, I, just a little bit of Rob trivia. Was it a stencil kind of thing? You know, people to this day, they uh, tweet me and they ask me if it's real or if it was fake. And so I always answer to them that um, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> and then they're like, I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew Truth it. Of the matters. They love it. But I've made, I've had some made, thousands of these. And I used to give these out at Comic-Cons, these doc tattoos. Because this is exactly the way the stamp was. And then they would color fill us where somebody would color it in. How did you get it? It was stamped and colored. I had somebody make these these for me because kids love these. And I'll give them to them and they'll wear them at Are they for sale? Um, No, I I just give them out. You could have them for merch if you want. I'd I'd like to have it. Yeah, we should should buy them off Rob and sell them doc merch. Holy shit. I'm seeing doc, well. doc merch. Doc, How many doc do you have, Rob? How many, how many do you got have? right now? How many do you got? I probably have. I gave out that. I just give them. I used, to, I used to send a picture to somebody and then give them a free doc tattoo. So How many you got, Rob? We're in the, I probably have a box somewhere in my store. All right. We're Joelle, in the merch business. We're going to buy them know, off, Rob. And uh, now that we're in the merch business, amongst all the other merch you can get, you'll be able to get a, 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 an actual Rob fake doc tattoo. I think a lot of people are you for Halloween usually, Rob. I always see yeah. lots of high five tops. They, they sometimes go as you. They sometimes go as me. But I see more you, Rob, than I see of anyone from the show. Yeah, a lot of high five tops. I see uh, you. I see you. People, buddies like to go as the two of you. Right. Right. But there's always someone that comes up that's like, all right, fine. If you guys are Turk and JD, then I'm fucking the Todd. It's just that simple. <laughs> it's a fun character to go to as Halloween because it's not just a costume. It's a character. Rob, before um, COVID and everything, you would do sort of Comic-Con type events, right? And, 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 and sign stuff and high five people. I always, there are certain places in the world I always wanted to go to. And I sought out a couple of Comic-Cons. And in the end of the day, I went to Australia three times, nice. Germany six times, throughout nice, nice, the UK. Vienna. So I, I did Comic-Cons in places I wanted to travel to. Right. And it was fascinating to real, realize the reach of the show and to see people from different countries embrace the show. It was really interesting. Yeah. Time in that is awesome. Would you stay extra while you were there? Like, would you stay days after the Comic-Cons and experience the, experience the places? Or would you just go do the Comic-Cons and 
whatever amount of time you had there, you would tourist. Well, I went to uh, Australia and I liked the people who ran the Oz Comic-Con so much that I went back the next year and I brought Sam Lloyd with me and we went to Perth and Adelaide together and we stayed for 14 days. And then the next year we went to um, Brisbane and Sydney together. And so I took two trips with Sam Lloyd and the two of us like had the time of our lives together. We would go on stage and do like one hour shows and like, it was a really special time to share that with somebody who I loved so much. And it was like an experience I'll never forget. So I'm very thankful for those trips. Yeah. Do you think you'll do uh, more when the world reopens? Will you do it more of it or no? Are you over it? I think, I think quite honestly, I've hit every country I've really wanted to go to. Unfortunately, they don't really do them in Italy, which is one place I'd like to go. And I think that period of my life is over. You know, I kind of did it for like over three or four years. Right. And I'm like on to other stuff now. So no, I think that's And over. you're in real estate um, now. You, you're, you appear to be, just from following you on social media, killing it in the uh, west side of LA real estate market. Well, you're very kind. It's very competitive. But I, I live in Santa Monica and I love it here. And uh, I've lived in this area of Ocean Park for like 20 years. And I just sell homes. I sell, I love where I live and I sell what I know. And like, I just, I'm very good at it. And the work ethic and all the qualities you need to have to be a successful actor are qualities you need to have to be a successful broker. Tenacity, never taking no for an answer, never giving up, outworking people, mm-hmm. and really knowing what you're doing. So I'm having a great time with it. And, you know, it's always like I, I really connect with people one-on-one. And I really, you know, you're really, it's a huge decision when you buy or sell a home. And I want to really live up to those expectations for those people. Do you have so people far, that are, do you have people that are looking at a house and all of a sudden do a double take and are like, holy shit, it's high five Todd? Yes. <laughs> Some, <laughs> uh, many years ago, I think you made a joke to me. I don't know why I remember this. It's like Rob, you probably say when you meet a girl, you know, I'm the Todd from Scrubs. That's probably your opening line. At the time, I said no, but it's certainly my closing line. <laughs> so my thing, my, my thing with real estate is it's never my opening line, but it's always my closing line. So yeah. like if I get to know somebody and I'm doing well with them and then at the end, oh, by the way, I happen to be on the show. They're like, oh, that's it. I love yeah. this guy. I'll buy this house. I can't afford it. I can't afford this house. Can't afford because it. Because you're, you're high five, Todd. Let's go all in. Cash, okay? You know what I wanted to say to you? And I should rem- <laughs> I'm remembering, I should mention that I was a realtor in the early days of the podcast. And yeah, somebody did we, in San did we Diego. Get you any, did we get you any clients? Yes, you did. You got not only you. So we get commission. Diego, Where's our well, commission, bro? He, um, wow. He's selling his house in Escondido, and he wanted me to do it. But it's since I happen to have a family friend who's down there, and I referred it to my friend because he's a very good realtor, and he sold the house for him thanks to you guys. I got a little referral fee. But, yes, somebody who watched, listened to the podcast put him in contact with a really good re- uh, realtor in San Diego, and he sold his house. So do you, only do, um, do you only yeah, do, you awesome. just do Santa Monica, or do you do Venice and, and around there too? Just, you know, my last 10 sales have all been like west of Lincoln. So like Santa Monica, Venice, Marina del Rey, anything west of Lincoln, I guess west of the four or five. But I really, you guys say, oh, you have olive skin. I live at the beach. Like I'm looking at the ocean right now. And I just like, it. I like the lifestyle here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're living the dream. Sell, well, well, if you're in the market for a house, I'm sure you can uh, search for Rob and, uh, and uh, come live in LA at the beach and you can, do you surf Rob? Surf, everything, all stuff at the beach. Surf, right. run, whatever. Um, we should probably talk about the show a smidgen more. How about Johnny wanting that hot-ass uh, nanny to be the nanny? I think hot hmm. nannies are a bad idea. Anyone? Let's all weigh in on that. Bad idea. Donald, have you ever had a really hot nanny? You know what? I don't want to say no because I don't want to insult anybody. 
the nannies that I've had have been very beautiful people and very beautiful. Okay, you're being PC. Women. I mean, have you I'm had a distractingly being, hot had, nanny? No, I've not had someone who was. I've like, never understood you know, these people. I've been to people's houses and they're like, "Oh, this is the nanny," and she walks in and she could be a supermodel. I'm like, this just feels like a stupid idea for everybody involved. Well, not Dr. Marriage Cox is says, Dr. Cox says, "Oh, that our nanny just left," and Krista, who's so funny, says, "Yeah, she's got great credentials. Great perky credentials. Great perky credentials." It was so funny. Krista was very funny in this episode. Too. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Dating a girl or boy who is consistently okay. So let me ask you a question: Have you ever dated someone, and every time you hung out with them, or almost every time you hung out with them? Their ex was around hanging out too. Yes, God. I've been in that situation. It's horrible. What? You have been in that situation. Let me tell you something that happened to me. I took my college girlfriend. We had no money, so we went on a very low-budge backpacking trip around Europe, like on your rail, taking the trains, hot, staying in hostels, backpacks, as low-budge as we can do it. And every city we ended up in, her ex-boyfriend showed up in that city. What? And he was like... He was like, I'm doing a trip too. I can't believe we keep ending up in the same cities. And without fail, every city we ended up in, he'd be there. And it was really, really sad for me. That is a, that is a, you should be writing that movie as that well. Is Shit. That is a movie, dude. That is yeah. super yeah, suspect. Now, do you guys think, do you guys dude. think that she was, I, which I don't think, and I'm just thinking of it so many years later. I was literally mm. fucking 20 years old. Do you think that she was telling him where we were going, or do you think that he was being stalkery and just I figuring it out? I think he found that itinerary and was like, "Let me jump on this trip." Yeah, is what yeah. I think happened, dude. He was he was doing what JD does in this episode at the end when he runs with the flowers, thinking like, "I don't care, hell or high water, I am going to get this girl back, and I'm going to be in every romantic city they go <laughs> to." And we were in like all like Venice and Florence and. Did he ever stay at the same hostel as you guys? No, but the motherfucker would actually do like, Zach? Oh my God. So-and-so whose name I'm not going to say? What are you guys <laughs> doing here? And it was like, bro, we just fucking saw you in Venice. What's going on? Stop. I know Did they exactly ever get back together? Uh, no, no. But I mean, the okay, guy was then, all yeah. the guy was yeah, all in. Married for you. <laughs> well, I That's... wouldn't be surprised if they were because he's very persistent. Oh, this is it. I'll make it even worse for you. Oh my God, you want to hear how bad it got? I never, I haven't told this story ever. So we're in Rome and she wants to get up very early, crack of dawn on Christmas Day and go to a church service in Rome for Christmas. Oh. And she says, Hey, I know this might be a little bit odd, but my ex, of course, he's here in Rome. He wants to come with me. Uh, but it's, you know, it's church and you don't want to go to church. Do you, do you mind if I go with him? It's like a 7 a.m. service. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. I guess it's a little weird, but okay, sure. So they go to their church thing. The thing about Rome is on Christmas Day, everything shuts down. I mean, public transportation shuts down. There's just, it's, no one is getting around in any way. And so I literally, they were across town together and I was alone and I spent the day walking around Rome alone, knowing my girlfriend was with her ex on the other side of Rome, walking around on Christmas day. How long after that trip did you guys break up? 
not too long after that. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Because <laughs> I was just, I, you know, you know what? I mean, you have you guys been in the situation where you're like, you're like, I don't want to be like overly jealous for no reason, but but you're also like, but am I crazy? Like, no, should I? No, but I'm like, you know what? You guys know that dance where you're like, should I be jealous or am I being an idiot for being jealous? And you're mm-hmm. kind of like vacillating between the two. Yeah, but at that point, that's, I mean, that's just too suspect. I'm sorry. Dude shows up for the trip. Christmas Day comes, and she says, I want to take my ex to the church. I know you don't like church. I'm going to take my ex. Yeah. That's fishy as fuck, dude. Yeah. yeah. And then they <laughs> that were is gone. fishy. And then because of no public transportation, we couldn't, we, we, we couldn't, re- Billy. Because of public transportation. Billy knows. Billy's like that. Bitch, that was sus. You. That was sus. That's dog. That's dog for you, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be jealous. I hate being jealous. It's the worst feeling. She Donald, told him. She told him. Obviously. Obviously, yes. She told him what y'all were doing, especially if she went to church with him after that. Oh man, it hurts. It hurts inside. Um, all right, uh, hold on. We're gonna uh, should we go to a break, Joelle, before the fan yes. call? We're gonna go to break, and then we're gonna take a fan, and I'm gonna let my dog out because she has lots to say at the door. <laughs> we will be right back. Hey, listeners! It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress, and let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? 
Rosemary's Mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Let's bring in the caller. I hope he or she wants some innuendo jokes from uh, from Rob. In your endo. In your endo. In your endo. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up up for Devin Freedom. You are on Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Joel, Daniel, Zach Braff, Donald Faison, and our guest, Rob Maschio, Devin Freedom! Hi, Devin. Welcome to... Yes, Devin, welcome to the program. How are you? Tell us where you're calling from. Calling from the Upper West Side in Manhattan. Hey! (laughs) Donald grew up in Hell's Kitchen, so he knows that side of the island, at least. I did. I went to. Where on the Upper West Side? We don't have to give you our exact address, but where on the Upper West Side are you? Like in the seventies. I went to IS forty four. Are you near there? Uh, maybe. I'm not. She probably doesn't know where the public schools are. Are you not from New York? Are you not from New York? (laughs) I'm from New Mexico, Santa Fe. Nice. How long have you lived in New York for? Uh, six or seven years now, I think. And you live in the seventies, and you don't know, and on the Upper West Side, and you don't know where the junior high schools or the anything right. like that is. Yeah, All but right. Donald, I live in Manhattan. I don't know where my local public schools are, or what they're called, or what their numbers are. I grew up there. That's yeah, yeah. No, it's I'm different. Sorry, guys. I, I passed them. <laughs> I passed them. I just don't know which one has which name. I teach ballet uh, at a school in the West East. Which school? Um, which school? Manhattan Country School. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Are you um, single? I, oh my God! Yeah, are, are you single? Because Rob will move um, to. Uh... Well, I, I went to college on the Upper West Side. I went to Columbia. I, I lived on the Upper West Side for many years. And you're Columbia is not on the Upper West Side, dog. Yeah, it is. 114th Street. But that ain't. Yeah, but it's that's like Harlem, that's the right? Upper West Side. That, that's Harlem, big homie. Harlem yeah. starts Wait. at 125. Harlem um, starts at 110th Street. No, I'm surprised. Anyway. I bet. I'll bet. Um, I bet a lot of. That's our- how you white people do us, man. You just keep pushing Harlem up and up and up and up and up. I see how you do. Oh my god! I bet a lot of people are surprised to learn that High Five Todd went to an Ivy League school. 
Well, oh, he's you a know, smart guys, guy. I graduated in 1988. I was classmates with Neil Gorsuch. He's on the Supreme Court. Oh, my yeah. God. So Neil Gorsuch, wow. every, today, every morning he wakes up, he puts on a robe, and he decides whether or not he should, women should have the right to choose. Every mm. morning I wake up, put on a robe, and decide whether or not I'm going to take an online Kundalini yoga class led by a gentleman named Taboo. <laughs> <laughs> Life is funny. Life yeah. is funny. How yeah. things I, feel like, I feel like his money in Columbia was better spent than yours. <laughs> 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 all right, um, all right, Devin. Do you have a question for any of us? You have the you have the you have a s- special honor of having uh, Rob here today. It's an extra bonus. I know it's awesome. Well, I wanted to say um, when I initially wrote in, I had been talking about. So I come from a family of doctors. Um, my dad's an oral surgeon. All my uncles are doctors, and then my brother, my brother Casey's a chiropractor, and my brother Ryan is an anesthesiologist in Tucson, Arizona. Um, so he actually got me into the show because when Scrubs started, he was doing his residency. Um, so it's kind of like a cool way for us to relate. So it's it's my favorite show of all time. Um, but I am actually an actor in musical theater. So different from, uh, you know, <laughs> from all yeah. the doctor stuff. Um, but yeah, so the first question I wanted to ask you guys was um, if you could recast Scrubs with the Muppets, who would each oh, character fuck be? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Donald, Donald feels like he's answered I this question like, before. I feel like Turk and JD are Ernie and Bert. Yes, yes. clearly. Mm. I feel like... Uh, you're er- am, I, am I Ernie or am I Bert? It doesn't matter. Either one of them is fine. I think you're, more, right. I think you're more Bert than Ernie, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... Uh, let me see. The janitor... Mr. Snuffleupagus. Or no, the Grouch. The Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Sorry, garbage and garbage and grouchy. Got it. Good one. Right. Um, I think that Dr. Cox, that's a tough one, but he would be somebody like either Kermit the Frog or uh, you know, if, it depends on what Muppets you're doing also. If we're doing Sesame Street, this is right. the way to go. But if Sarah's doing, gotta be Miss Piggy. Right. If you're doing the Muppets like Kermit Fozzie and them, then obviously Fozzie. Oh, Rob is Fozzie. No, Turk is Fozzie, Fozzie Bear, Brown Bear, and Tur- and and uh. No, but and- but but Rob has all the waka 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 jokes. Yeah, sure. See, I feel like I feel like Rob is animal. Agreed, oh. Devin. Yeah, there I agree with go. that too. That's true, Rob. You're animal. But I think it would be Kermit's JD, uh, Fozzie's Turk, Miss Piggy is uh is Elliot. Is Elliot? I feel like Oscar the Grouch would be. Uh, the janitor and or Kelso, and Sam Lloyd could be Elmo. Well, you, I think I think yeah, that's a great or Scooter, uh, Scooter from or uh, I was or, thinking or Beaker or Beaker or Beaker yeah. or Beaker. Yeah. Right, yeah. this is a tough one. It would take it's going to take me a while to really think about it. But. Yeah. By the way, Donald's going to get so high later and really think about this. And, <laughs> and yes, I, like, I'm joking. Gonna... <laughs> on the next on the next show, I will have been baked. So hard tonight yeah. Yeah. that I will write down who I think should be. I will answer your question on the next show, Devin. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Good one, Devin. And do you have another question for us? Yes. So as I mentioned, I do musical theater. Um, hey guys, do you think Devin? Do you think Devin is in musical theater, guys? Yes, Devin <laughs> is in musical theater. You think she's in musical theater? <laughs> I'm sorry. How can I say it enough? Um, it's a tough time to be in musical theater because it uh, is. It is. 
you know, everyone's out of work and, and, and they just announced, I think it was today that they're, they're, they're pushing anything to, is it May minimum? Yeah. yeah. May Which of minimum. course is going to keep going, I'm sure, but. Well, it depends on what happens. It depends on what happens this year the, and, and the beginning of next year. May, I'm just saying May sounds a little early to me, but I'm not going to tell I, Devin. Dude, shoot. <laughs> I heard later than that, but okay. Uh, all right, Devin, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. You like musical theater. You're talking to the right crowd. Go ahead. Yes. Um, so my question was, Zach, if you could star in another Broadway musical, what show and role would you pick? And also cast Donald in it. I would like to do Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, okay? Because here's why. A, I can sing the lead, all right? I'm the right age to play the lead. It's a very funny show. I love the music from it. And the last time they did it, with all due respect to Donny Osmond, um, it was like a very campy version. I mean, it was very... like I think the show... You know, there's this whole trend now with taking musicals instead of classic ones like Oklahoma, for example, and kind of deconstructing them and doing more raw interpretations of them and joseph the last big tour of it as i recall was like donny osmond in like in like flaming capes and very (laughs) campy and i just feel like it's it's you know the story of joseph is a really insane bible story the music is so fun and it's so silly um i would love to do joseph so if you're a broadway producer and you're listening when the world reopens I want to do Joseph. Yeah. I want Devin to be in it. I want Donald. Donald yes. can play. Um, I got it. I got an idea. Pharaoh. Wait, can I tell you you're going to play? <laughs> yeah, Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. Because in Joseph, if you don't know, um, when Pharaoh turns around, he, he he's it's played by an Elvis impersonator. Um, and I think it would be hilarious if when Pharaoh turned around, it was you dressed as Elvis. I hear you. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you like um, that answer, Devin? Yeah, I so, do. Okay, Devin, here's, you're you're gonna. Here's be what it. I think. Here's yeah. what I think. Yeah. If they could make, and I'm just gonna answer the question because I really think this is a good idea. If they could make any Broadway musical right now, I would like to put into the hat the Broadway musical for Back to the Future, the first. They're doing that. Back, are they? Of course they are. Of course yeah, they are. It, I think it opens in London. I'm sure I think I think that Whoa. that is a. First of all, the sets could be amazing, and you only have to do the clock tower set for most of the show. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the transition and all of that stuff. I think Back to the Future with a fifties with fifties musical numbers and nineteen eighty five musical numbers, and and then it all coming together at the end with him playing Chuck Berry. I think would be such a good fucking uh, Devin. Show. Devin, do you um can you really sing like well? Or are you more of a dancer? <laughs> I, I'm a singer too. Yeah, I am. Um... Do you want to sing on the podcast right now? Yeah. Do you want to sing something like <laughs> "Defying Gravity"? Do you want to sing the end of "Defying Gravity" for us? Well, I was thinking because you know, obviously, I haven't had a lot of work during this year. Um, I also teach Broadway workshops for Disney Theatrical, and as long as all the Broadway shows are closed, those are dark. But what I've been doing on the side to try and make some money is virtual princess parties. Have you been doing so Elsa been... a lot? Because you got the Elsa yes. haircut right now. <laughs> I, I did one today. Yeah. So um, I'll Zoom with, you know, kids for like 30 minutes and sing to them and do story time and stuff. And uh, yeah, so I was I like, got... if I did. So wait, can you tell, <laughs> tell me, everyone, wait, tell, wait to just give her, give, let her, let her plug your thing. Tell, tell parents how they would find you do an Elsa birthday party because 
Donald uh, has a daughter that probably would love an Elsa birthday party. She would. Yes. Um, so I have a Facebook page. You would just go to facebook.com slash Devon's D E V O N S princess parties. And I have all my, some pictures and flyers and co email contact on there. And yeah. Cool. Awesome. And I thought I could do some let it go and Donald could sing it with me. Cause I'd know it's one of his favorites. Well, oh. here's, here's a question. <laughs> yes. It's not really my favorite. I do like the song a lot. It's not really my favorite. My favorite is bees will buzz. Kids will blow yes. dead and they lie and fuzz. And I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer. Yes. <laughs> All right, but give I us, you know, but, but Devin, if you want to give us a little something, there's no pressure. Sure. We, we are, we, you know, there's a few um, people all over the world that actually listen to this. And I yeah. think that, that, you know, you know, Bernie Telsey, for all you know, who's a, the biggest <laughs> Broadway cast reader, for all we know, he's a he's an avid fan and he's going to go, holy fuck, somebody get Devin. <laughs> get me, Devin. Get me, Devin. Get if Devin only. on the line. If only. Sure. Right, but not not too right. much, Devin. Just give us like, I don't know, yeah, a yeah. few bars, a few bars, Devin. OK, couple of eight bars. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh let it go, let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go, turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. By the way, by the way, great job. And that could have gone either way, Devin. I was, I'm sure everyone listening at home was like, oh, please, please be good. Make oh, good. Oh, please, please, God, God, be please good. don't freestyle rap. <laughs> yeah, Devin, because we did have someone freestyle rap on here. It yes. wasn't great. It wasn't great. But, that was, um, yeah, that that was, was awesome. That was that awesome. Was amazing. So listen, if you go to get Devin to be your Elsa for your kid's birthday party, you're also going to get that level of let it go. It comes with that. And this yeah. is oh shit, there's working, more. But, and, but wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> if you act now, I'll also sell you some Ginsu knives. So, it's my best friend right here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a little chihuahua for you at home. Go ahead. Here are the chihuahua. Also, she was really hoping to get an Oprah intro, Donald. Her name's Kira Luna. Ladies and, and gentlemen, Donald, give it not too loud for the people who have a latching baby. Go ahead. For those of you who are latched, who are who have the baby latched right now, maybe turn down. Yeah, the, turn down your uh, volume because Donald's going to get loud. Okay, Donald, give the give the chihuahua <laughs> his due. Well, I forgot the chihuahua's name. <laughs> what is it? Is it it's latch? What is it? It's Kira Luna. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Kira Luna. Okay, thank you. You can now restore your volume and, and, and reset the latch. Um, wow, thank you. So what um, I was going to say is that she sometimes makes an appearance in these princess parties. She has, when I do Ariel, she has a flounder costume. Oh. Also, she has a Sven costume. Cinderella, she's got a Gus costume. So she's now, Rob, Gus, I'm Gus. Gonna, uh, Rob wants to know if you do these for 50-year-old uh, men no. as well, or is it <laughs> solely for children? On, 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 on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> on Zoom? <laughs> I think it's great. I think you're being very entrepreneurial and you're making the most of these times. And as long as you're performing every day, whether it's to one person or five people, it's a great thing and, and it, it'll lead to more things for you. So yeah. I just want to wish you Thank continued you. success. That's that great. Episode. And you know what? This is the way people are having to adjust. You know, we, we yeah. were, we're talking about doing a virtual tour because we can't tour. So there's, we're talking about taking this show and, and I don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're going to do sort of a, a concert version of this. Josh you Radin know, is playing all these concert versions uh, for people in their homes and stuff like that. This is a great segue, actually, into our favorite segment of the Fake oh, Doctor's yes. Real Friends Not podcast. Not just ours, Donald. Everywhere around the world. <laughs> Everywhere. They love this. They love this part of the podcast. And that is, Devin, it's time to <laughs> fix your <laughs> life. Rob, we're going to uh, offer advice here to whatever, okay. however Devin needs to have her life fixed. Okay. Go ahead, Devin. How can we fix your life? All right. So um, I was going to ask a dating question, actually. Rob um, is the perfect Rob person is to good ask. At this are, you, are you a single uh, person, Devin? Yes, I am. Okay, good, and good, good. Oh, my God. This is exciting. I know you'll be shocked to hear that I do musical theater, um, but it is very hard to meet guys in my field because most of the guys I interact with are either gay or taken or very... Uh, self-absorbed so right. it can be <laughs> it can be difficult right um and particularly during a pandemic to meet new people i'm not even before the pandemic i'm not someone who's gonna like i don't want to meet someone at a bar or you know so and dating apps are just the worst so i was gonna ask how do i meet my soulmate oh wow your what? soulmate yeah you, she's you ready to meet she's ready to meet the <laughs> ones yes she's ready to meet the one that might um, be a little bit above my pay grade, dude. I could, <laughs> I could, I could tell you how to hook up, but I can't tell I, you how to meet your soulmate. Why are you so? Why are you so averse to the apps? I mean, there's so many of them. It really enables you to not be in a loud bar, being like, "What do you do for a living?" You know, I think there. You know, I know a lot of people of all different walks of life who found the right app for them and have met their, their, their one. Um, Perfect example, Daniel Goodman. Daniel, right. um, my, my <laughs> contractor who has the cutest family you've ever seen. And they're both adorable. I said, I told them they should be the, the ad for, for match. Uh, they met on match. Um, I know some of them, you know, maybe on Tinder, which is about like, you know, hooking up, but I mean, th there, there's some ones that are, are good. Are you, why are you so against it? I, I try, I try them. Um, so it, I, you know, do what I can, but it's just, it is hard on any of them, A, to find guys that aren't just there to hook up. Right. And because I men are also... gross. Well, I'm glad I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Men other than Donald are gross. <laughs> um, have you tried J-Date, Farmers Only? I mean, have you branched out? <laughs> Farmers Only. <laughs> I'll tell you. Don't overlook my, it. 
But you gotta be, we had this conversation. You gotta be a farmer to be on Farmers Only, guys. No, you don't. Not if you're a beautiful woman. You, if she's willing to move oh, to Bumblefuck and be on a farm. I get it. So it's, not gonna be great, it's not gonna be great for her musical theater career, but if she's <laughs> moving, don't, willing to move to like an Idaho potato farm. If you're a gentleman like myself, being on Farmers Only is not a good idea. But if you're a lovely person like Devin, who's willing to move to Idaho, Farmers Only is a good idea. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I'm wondering if, like, my small vegetable garden qualifies me to be on Farmer's Only. <laughs> like, how, how much land do you have to be uh, working? My my dad suggested I do J-Date. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. well, I, I, I think, you know, you're in New York. There's a lot of nice Jewish boys. Um, uh, I think you should upper be open. Upper West Side. Yeah. yeah. Upper West yeah, upper, Side. Upper West sure. Side. It's where they're all congregating. No pun intended. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Um, I I don't know what to tell you, especially during COVID. Um, I I feel like the apps were a godsend for a lot of people because before that, it was literally you had to go to a, a bar, you had to go to a club, or you had to like you know go on awkward first dates where you knew nothing about the person. Like there was zero physical attraction or, or zero banter. And I feel like a lot of my friends who've met people on the apps and done well, it's like you can kind of at least narrow it down and, and, and right. Dan, Daniel, you should be I speaking don't know. to this. I Daniel just, met, Daniel oh, met a Daniel, Daniel, Daniel can speak on this. Daniel, speak to it. He met, he met his I, love. I like, disagree though. Daniel, have we said love yet in your relationship? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Good. So tell, I love, I love her dearly. Um, okay, Are you in love with her, Daniel? Are you in love with so. her? Because there's a difference. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into that. That's my relationship. We don't have to worry about that one right now. All right, but, but give, um, give her. Give her. Wait, wait, wait. Not be selfish, Daniel. We're fixing Devin's which life. Which one right. did you um, use, Daniel? We uh, we met on Hinge. Hinge. And the only piece of advice I will offer at all is be honest, be upfront, and just be straightforward with everybody. I think there's a little bit of. I, you know, uh, revealing myself here, I'm 31 years old. So at this point, the person I want to meet is probably the person is probably the person that I want to be with. Right. Uh, and I find that some of the games of dating and some of the ways we try to plus ourselves up and the ways that we try to kind of like create this perfect image in this hinge profile or whatever, it's false. I think you just want to come yeah. out with the like look. I want to get drunk and sing show tunes at karaoke. If you're down, <laughs> let's go on a date. If right. not, just swipe left. I right. think being right. honest about like that, like what's that pure joy for you? What's that pure joy that you want to share with another person that like is outside of the, because I really did the whole, hi, I'm Dan. I do this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know Joel. what? Screw all that. I'm not about this anymore. I like this. I like this. If you're down, let's hang out and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because like Joelle's is going to be, I want to get high and play video games. Are you down <laughs> or not? Damn it. <laughs> that's my profile. <laughs> anyway, that's that. that that's all. I that's think all that's I good advice. Say. That's Dan. great advice. That's great advice, good. Dan. Here's the thing about all of that, though. There's something really special about going out on dates with people that you don't know. There's something good about that because if the connection is real, you know it right then and there. You know what I mean? I feel like in some ways, yeah, it's true. You're getting through all of the bullshit and stuff like that with the texting and the talking over the internet and getting to know each other before you meet. Mm. But there's there was something really cool about you meeting somebody. Like I remember meeting girls on a train and being like, can I get your number? And them saying, oh yeah, sure. Or saying no. 
And then now it's like, all right, now how, what's my end to this young lady to, to go out on a date? I don't know if I should give you advice as the Todd or as Robert. No, as Robert. Have, yeah. as Robert. Definitely, we definitely don't want advice as the Todd, please. <laughs> I well, think I'm, I just, I'm somebody. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I miss meeting people in organic situations. That to right, me is yeah. the best part of dating is that wondering if there's something there and getting to know each other. And then maybe a date comes out of that. I hate the pressure that is put on of meeting someone on an app. And it's kind of like, all right, so either we're into this or not, you know? I agree with you. I'm where you are with that whole thing. But what do you do, though, Devin? That's the thing is like in COVID, like uh, there's not, you might as well be having some banter with some guys and, and, um, I'm sure you have friends that you've known from the past that never got with or never dated. Oh, yeah. Is there one that that? got away, Devin, that you're like, (laughs) whatever (laughs) happened to Tony? I don't know. I don't have to think about that. <laughs> but what about after COVID? I mean, hopefully at some point. Well, then you'll be back. Like, then you'll be back in a show maybe. And, 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 and you yeah. know, if you're in if you're in a show, it's so great because you're going out for drinks and this one introduces you to that one. Oh, this is my cousin. This is my friend. I know what you're saying that in the shows, mm-hmm. traditionally, a lot of people have already coupled up or they're gay. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, th- I found when I've done theater, there's so yeah. much socializing that, it, that it's really conducive to dating. That is true. That is true. I have one more piece of advice. Yes, go ahead, Dan. Last, last thing I'm going to say about it. If the person you're talking to isn't ready to start meeting up within like 10 messages, they're not taking it seriously. Wait, I think what? if you're on the app, what I'm saying is if you're on the apps, your goal is to decide on somebody that you're attracted to, figure out when you're going on a date, and then going. Now, I know obviously this is a little COVID aside, but like... The dance of talking for three weeks or whatever is just like, uh, uh, let's do this in person. If they're not willing to meet up after 10 messages or something, skip. You're out. Forget that. Yeah. We're here to meet, not here to just talk. Okay. What does it mean when you like text and text and text and they just don't write back though? That means they're not not interested. Get out of there. Uh, Those are are the games I was referring to earlier. We're not Uh, playing these games anymore. Right. And Devin, I mean, I don't, I think that you, uh, yeah, I think, and also, uh, I don't, again, we don't know how old you are, but um, you, but you can we'll say, I mean, to me, to me, you look 24 years old. Yes. I don't know what you are, yes. but, but, but I would, yes, but yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but I would say, um, and I know this is not, this is a sweeping generalization, but if you tend to date slightly older men, they're going to be probably less likely to just be down to just try and, Bang as many women as possible. Hopefully, so like no. people, people like Rob's age. Okay. Rob, what did yeah. you say you were? I'm like fifty-four. Like fifty-four year olds who live right. in, the, in in the uh, in on the west side of LA, <laughs> the Ocean Park. Right. Those those type of people. Those type of people. Those are the type of people. <laughs> but Devin has Devin. It's so obvious that like you came on a podcast, you sang a song. You're such an extroverted, outgoing person. You have a great personality, and you look great. I, I have my glasses. Like. You were going to meet somebody <laughs> organically in the course of your life. Yeah, it's you're a catch, so Devin. Yeah. You're totally Thank a catch. Thank you. Oh it's just a matter of time. You're a catch. Like, That's what I see. Let me put my glasses on. By the way, Devin probably, Devin probably doesn't want to wear uh, like someone who has to go put on their glasses to look at the Zoom and, and squint. Do <laughs> 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 they make... Do they make Viagra for the eyes? Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Rob, 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 are those, Rob, Rob, are those, tri- are those trifocals? <laughs> yeah, this is just like my readers from Rite Aid. 
Um, all right, we got to end this. Devin, hey, Devin looks great. I, Devin you're looks welcome, great. Devin. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you, you're guys. Welcome. We just <laughs> fixed your life, Devin. We fixed your life, and you're welcome. <laughs> you get out um, there so, and stand. Just go out there and stand up for yourself. You know what else yeah. stands up for itself? Nope. Oh no, my no, god. No. Oh, god. Oh, god. Oh, god. Devin, I'm sorry. Yeah, there Devin, I'm sorry. You, you you had to have the ton on. Um, but before you were on, he admitted to padding his uh, banana hammock, so so it, it, it balances out. No, he did um, not. He did not admit to that. He, he said he tried. to until and Randall he told him. <laughs> okay, let's be honest now. Don't He, no. he wrapped it like a pig in a blanket. And then he took the wrapping off. Okay. Yes. Okay. Devin, you are a wonderful guest. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, you. Devin. You were the best. I love the podcast. I it's helped me get through quarantine. So thank, thank you. you. And you have a beautiful voice and I have no doubt that you're going to have a huge musical theater it. career. Go yes. out and you there. have a very cute and you have a very cute dog. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Right, so bye bye. Be well. Take care. Bye. Be well. Have a good bye. one. Oh my gosh. Thank wow. goodness she could wow. sing, dude. Thank goodness she could sing. That would have went really I, wrong. I kind of thought if Rob had any game, there would have been a, a love connection. I'm, They're on different sides of the country. Okay, <laughs> for for those of you out there, Rob and and Devin might have made a really good yeah. couple. How they old do you think she was? She looked she looked late twenties, mid twenties, thirty two, thirty two, early thirties, probably. Mm, mm. I don't know, but Rob, if All you're right. willing to move your whole life to the Upper West Side <laughs> of Manhattan, <laughs> back to New York. You know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're See, talking to a guy. I have I've been in an on again, off again relationship for twelve years with Amanda. I, I'm I'm no well, one. Dude, to have she and you met her. And you met her on Scrubs, didn't you? You did meet her yes. on Scrubs. Yes. Yes. See when she it's... when this young lady came on the podcast just now, she was very upfront that she was looking for a date. She knows that I'm in a relationship. She knows Zach's in a relationship. She knows Daniel's in a relationship. She knows Joelle that's not, Joelle's, you know, unless she's willing to do things, Joelle's not into that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bisexual. I don't know if people know, but. Oh. I, oh. There. I didn't know that, know that, Joelle. I didn't yes. know that, Joelle. We're open to all the genders. Oh, Joelle, Joelle, why did you only... say that shit? Joelle, 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 we've been fucking trucking. Oh, 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 wow. This is, this is We're getting into personal business out here. This is new information oh, to be revealed. Joelle, this opens up. You're just like the Todd. You're just like the Todd. Maybe you're paying. Thunderous applause, Dan. Thunderous applause. Joelle, I we've only been trying to set you up with women. I thought that... I did not know that you were fluid. Is that what you say, fluid? I did not know you were fluid. Okay, so this changes the game. Oh this yeah, this changes the game because it was so. Joel, this is Rob. So Joel, this is Rob. Oh, this is Rob. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 but that's going to be great though, Joel. When we do finally get you on one of these dating apps, uh, you're going to have a lot more options because I didn't know that you were a bot. Yeah. Yes, this place was be. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be wild. Uh, we can make it work. <laughs> no, now it's gonna be crazy. Now it's gonna be wild. <laughs> now it's gonna be. Uh, now oh it's gonna boy. be crazy and wild. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, uh, we didn't. We didn't get to too much of the show. It's very but, hot in um, here. I laughed when I, I. I'm trying to spy on the. On Elliot and Sean, and I and I get attacked by bees. I'm trying to be yeah. stealth, and I'm like bees, bees. <laughs> well, I, I also I, I laughed really hard at uh, Rob's. Does she also make you wax your vagina? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then a sterile high five. Um, what about I laughed, I laughed real hard at this one too. Three days, Sean. No, oh, yeah. Elliot. Four days, Sean. No, 
Six months. Elliot. Five days? <laughs> <laughs> what about when Kelsa goes, well, snip my pickle and call me Shlomo. <laughs> and then and then Bob Kelso goes, uh, it's ten inches. And then and then uh, Matt Winston goes, it's like a baguette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Freaking so, uh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's seen he Kelso's he car. Because he goes, Bob Kelso, 10 inches. And then he walks up and goes, it's like a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> and he, imp- I don't know if that was his joke or one of the writer's jokes or somebody, but that was improv in the moment. And it was so fucking funny. On that Scott Foley in a fat suit. Scott Foley in a fat suit was funny. That was funny. funny. Uh, I laughed. I, I, what I, about Library Strawberry? Strawberry? Strawberry. I laughed at that, too. Yeah, this is one of Troy's big first. Well, actually, this is Troy's second uh, episode. Third, third, third episode. Third episode, okay. Uh, Carl, I think Carl and Turk are really cute in this episode also. I yeah. think their, uh, their, their, uh, their banter is, is very cute, and it reminds me of my wife when I try to explain to her why she's a pain, and then she lets me know that I am a pain mm-hmm. and that, you know, all of the things that – that uh, pain me, she could easily t- reverse the tables and say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I liked it when uh, Troy says to the janitor, shouldn't we just kill him? And then janitor goes, no, that's what he wants. That's us what to he do. wants. <laughs> <us to do. laughs> Troy is like a fucking felon. Like, like uh, Troy wants to murder somebody. Yeah. That bus station was the back door to the hospital though. That wasn't like, they didn't even yeah. go to a bus. That was just like, they yeah, rented a Greyhound bus. The audience they do that. now. But by the way, I had forgotten that Sean stayed and, and JD runs and brings her the flowers and and uh and then there's Sean. Then he's gonna make it work long distance. So sad for JD. Did you improvise that line where you're like, I'm not sure the flowers are gonna reach the water? Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> it's so funny. Because he's gotten her this giant bouquet and I have my little shitty bouquet and they go just stick them in there. And I'm like, I'm not not sure they can reach the water. But then it cuts to that shot of Sarah and Scott at the end going at it. Oh, my yeah. God, were they kissing? Yeah, well, Sarah probably thought Scott Foley's not going to be on the show much longer. I need to get mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's been so many revelations in this show. Joelle is uh, open to men oh. and women. What about strangely attractive intern? Uh, that's, that's a great line. That's a great line because she's, attract- she's strangely attractive. Those are two really good high fives. I miss you five and sterile high fives. Oh, I miss yeah. you, high five. Yeah, um, because I'm trying to get you guys to you Turk to come with hang out with come. the guys yeah. and Carlos got a blocking you from coming out. Yeah, I, well, I'm so glad you said all these notes, you guys, because all these jokes, you guys, I have them all listed yeah. down there. We just like to write down the stuff. And then that the makes other us one, laugh. Yeah, go ahead. Me too. That's what I did. No, if you have other I things, like Sarah's, I I could I could go a long time with that sex, Sean. I'm like a sex camel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's very sincere. Yeah. Oh, poor Elliot. I feel bad for her. <laughs> but then Sean comes back, that handsome bastard. Um, all right. I think we did it, guys. Yeah, we did. We uh, we went a long time. Uh, Rob, yeah. you always make us smile. And uh, I you. hope you'll come back and do the show again. I'll let you know. Dude, I really – I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, Rob. I miss you, man. I haven't seen you in a long time. And we've spent a lot of time – we spent a lot of time together uh, outside of Scrubs playing basketball and stuff like that. and in what I would like to think of as the trenches trying to win championships and stuff. And when you play <laughs> basketball, when you, it's true though, but when you play basketball with 
people like we've played basketball, you've seen them in really tough situations. And uh, dude, I miss you, man. I, I I miss you tremendously. And you always, you know, I feel like you always come out on top. So it's really good to see you, Rob. Thank you so much. I feel the same way. I miss you guys both. Well, check out Rob on Cameo and um, and uh, and hire him to say funny shit to your friends and relatives. <laughs> and, uh, and or if uh, you're in the, or if you're in the Santa Monica area and you're looking for a flat amen, person yeah. to call, yeah. Robert Rob Mascio. Yeah, Boom. Rob. How do they find you, Rob? What's your real estate website? It's uh, I'm a broker now, and but I'm still just an associate broker. I have an office on Main Street with my picture in the window. Sometimes people will walk by and they'll be like, oh, that's the Todd from Scrubs. And I'll be like, is it really? And like, yeah, that's him. And they don't realize it's me. It's funny. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, don't forget to double check that you're registered or register for the first time uh, by going to headcount.org slash Zach and Donald. Uh, also, we, we got new colors up with the T-shirts and the sweatshirts. Yes, great new merch up. Um, we got pink and um, there's sweatshirts. If you go to – when you're on the thing, which is cotton – you, you, you go to cottonbureau.com and then search for fake doctors, you'll see um, – there, you can choose sweatshirt, tank top. There's all sorts of stuff. And and and, and Joelle is restocking all the towels and the washcloths. Yes, personally, right, folding them, putting the stickers on, getting <laughs> ready to go. All Joelle. <laughs> all, of, all of that training Joelle got at The Gap when she used to work at The Gap, it's all paying off yes. now. <laughs> and uh, as you know, we're only on uh, once a week for just a few weeks. But next Tuesday, we have the legendary Shea Serrano, everybody's <gasps> favorite guest, next to Rob Maschio. Uh, uh, for my brother, where art thou? Um, I think that's the one where Tom Cavanaugh's in the in the bathtub, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But we shall see. Mm. Um, all right, guys. Uh, Donald, would you like to count the universe into our final song? Our final song of the day. <laughs> of the day. Not of the, the final song of this download. Five, six, Here's seven, some eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on kindsnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all.